Today we have our honor guest speaker, Assistant Professor Dr. Awa Maser. He is a Dean of Social of School and Environment Development at National Institute of Development Administration, ONIDA. He also an expert in rural and agrarian development theory and development concept that uh, also work closely with the sustainable rural livelihood. Welcome once again, um, Dr. Aware, to be our guest speaker today. Sawadikha. Sawadikha. Allow me to start with the first question in terms of like sufficiency economy. So uh, since you are an expert in the rural and also agrarian development, as well as in terms of theory and development concept, uh, would you please uh, give us in terms of overview of the community development administration, especially in terms of the role of educational institution as NIDA or any other voluntary group that you see that as a, a crucial role and factor to support community development uh, in the community level? Could you please share with us? Yes. Uh, first of all, uh, I would like to express my pleasure to respond to this interview. Of course, uh, community development is always important, especially in developing countries. Uh, even developed countries, it should be some part of uh, the countries that we can call community development to be used in some part of the community. Because uh, normally community development uh, work better the community like rural communities, which are more area-based. But when it comes to urban communities, perhaps traditional way or the familiar ways of uh, community development approach may need to adapt, uh, may need to, to adapt a lot. Why I say that community development is very important? Because the majority of population in the developing countries, mostly they live in more or less what we call rural areas, or at least in the semi-urban areas with uh, some kind of rural way of life uh, still there. Of course, the role of educational institutions as well as other voluntary groups to support local communities in mobilizing their community-based development is always important as well. Although local communities might initiate their movements aiming to improve their quality of life through the management of various resources in their hands, local wisdoms, and their eager to move forward, they often need proper technical support and help to build a wider network for them to exchange ideas as well as to cooperate in various ways helpful for them. Support from academic institutions should be crucially important in such a difficult time like the time of COVID-19 widespread that we are facing now. As situations have changed suddenly and changed a lot, uh, local people need to adapt immensely in order to survive and move further in this new normal era, what, what we often know. And the process of working with local people in this new normal era requires some adaptation as we cannot work closely with local communities by participating actively in development movement as it was in normal time. We need to create online channel for communications and most of interaction and communication should go through these channels together with other related platforms. There are many things can be done in order to mobilize and support local communities such as online trainings on various subjects, online meetings and consultations and 
not less important is online marketing, such as uh, local as local communities have their own products resulting from their development efforts to be sold in the market. But in general, these people are still doing online business a very limit in very limited ways. Uh, as I have observed, uh, it's also one thing that uh, we should think about. At the same time, educational institutions should also think about joining or creating networks to support local communities in social relief work dealing with disasters. As you may see in that uh, when it comes to uh, such a rapid widespread of COVID or other kind of disease like we uh, for COVID we are experiencing, experiencing now, there are a lot of help in time of relief work such as providing food, ready-made food for them or even we may think further to, to have a kind of uh, we can do that. Again, working alone is not possible. We need to have a proper network and we have to think about developing a network as well because it's not simple as it be. And this sort of thing need, need a kind of action and research perhaps alongside with the action that we initiated. I think this, this is the one thing that uh, perhaps not many people think about at the moment. And it also needs voluntary group to, to support a lot in a kind of network. This type of work needs to be working together in a network form, as I mentioned, involving various parties with common interests, continuous communication and exchange of ideas to adapt us and action to be brought in. That's what I think for the first question. Um, thank you so much for sharing um, your idea and also your inside information about the movement of the uh, community development. I do see the important and significant point that you mentioned that the network will be like the powerful force will help to really address about the issue in the community level. Thank you so much. So let me move to the next question. In order to really uh, analyze truly to the idea or the concept of the sufficient economy, in order to do that, especially in the context of the development, how would we implement or how would we prepare in order to mobilize this kind of process toward the sufficient economy, especially in the community level? Could you please share with us? Yes, sir. Uh the philosophy of uh, sufficiency economy, creation of it related concept, I think uh, we all academic people in Thailand are aware of uh, its uh, importance, especially to apply it in this critical period, not just for uh, local communities, but for every group of people. But local communities is even more important because they are quite special compared to other group of people. They have a lot of resources, I suppose, they still have in their hands, especially natural resources that can provide them various things they need in such a critical period like this, uh, many things that we may call basic needs, immediate things that uh, uh, we should think about. And uh, most of these things still available in rural areas. Uh, but the question is uh, how to manage those resources to support them, to respond to them. First of all, I think we need to create awareness by trying to communicate the core concept of uh, a sufficiency economy and related concept. Because core concept should be just basic but the related one is more applied one. 
and uh, the related one might be uh, might have uh, various dimension that suit different group of people or suitable different group of people. So uh, th- this is what academics or uh, experts should think about which one that we should we should select in order to convey to different group of people to create awareness among them. Because I I don't think that uh, at the moment general people understand clearly or fully about the concept, the core concept of sufficiency economy and related concept. Even academic ourselves, sometimes we still have a different level of, of understanding. I think this is a, a kind of challenge that, that uh, we who are working in this area be seriously thinking about. And uh, those for those people, they need to aware about the usefulness. Among the first thing, they need to aware about the usefulness of uh, of the concept to be applied in their day-to-day lives and also in their business operation. I would like to use this uh, word business as many things that people are involved apart from their day-to-day life. At the same time, academics from educational institutions should conduct research and training related to the application of the concept in critical situations. And not just in normal situation, but in critical situation, like at the moment, it is. I think it is a really good time to do that and to focus on that because we are in the middle of this critical situation, at least one kind of crisis. Not just thinking about the application alone, but thinking about different dimensions of application that's suitable for different groups of people. I think uh, this institution like NIDA or other big institution, big academic institution, uh, in the place that they can they can think of doing different dimension of research as they have uh, different school that can be can that can deal with the, with different issues suitable different issues different ways different approaches that suitable for different group of these tasks of course need to be done through online or other suitable channel or platform normal platform that we used to do like going to the field conducting action research closely with them, this might not be suitable, might not be appropriate anymore, or might not be easy anymore to do. I think almost impossible. But again, a a kind of action like uh, action work in networking form to support local people movement to cope with problems facing in this critical situation is probably the most important one in order to produce concrete results. And the result may be suitable to uh, to be used or to be applied directly in order to, to serve the problem or the hardship that uh, many group of people are facing now. This means that joint project of action, possibly action research uh, as well, should be undertaken between various educational institutions and various parties with different capacities for a better results and application of, of those results. That is, that is what, what I think would like to say in, in relation to the philosophy of sufficiency economy and the role of uh, educational institutions. Yeah, um, I think uh, it's, it's good to take note in terms of like, kind of like your suggestion and advice uh, in terms of like step by step of how to really uh, implement the sufficient economy concept into the community level, starting from the very first step to really like uh, raise awareness to the com- community and also like um, let them to understand in terms of the usefulness about this kind of concept and try to promote how to use or how to apply that into their, to, into their daily life. 
um, especially at the moment that we face in terms of like the critical situation like the pandemic, um, COVID-19 that we face, that's going to be something that will help them to really apply that even in the critical situation that you suggested, as well as that to expand it to various kind of group of people as much as possible as well as through different kind of platforms. In, like, in, in this day, most cases of the, to be work in the field might be not that easy. So that's why to expand it or to leverage it to the different channel is going to be something that will be useful and help to make sure about the concept of sufficient economy to be mobilized. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, that also lead me to another question in terms of like the um, the process in details. Uh, when you try to work on uh, to encourage the community member, uh, I mean in terms of your role or, your, or the role of the institution, to encourage the community member to be uh, actively participate in the development process, how did you do that? And could you please share with us in terms of the insightful process that you did or even like your institution have done? Well, uh, this is uh, probably the, uh, an easy uh, question to, to respond clearly. Uh, I think uh, as academic institution, personnel like myself, academic staff like myself, because uh, in general, I think we are, fam we are more familiar with doing research rather than action. Uh, but from experience of, of, of doing some kind of research, what we call action research, or even uh, doing some kind of consultant work, the NGO that I used, I used to, to be involved in my life, the thing is uh, what we should think about when we want to work with local people, we cannot start from zero point. The first thing I think we should we should try to find communities or even group of people it depend on where we should where we want to start because the kind of work now either we want to deal with community directly or we want to deal with uh, other parties that help uh, I may say to help local people to move uh, to conduct their movement to further their movement if we start from the community I think what we should what we should find out at the beginning is we should find out the community that have at least some kind of initiative at the beginning because we cannot start from zero from the community with blank idea but if they have some kind of idea some initiative on their own to manage their own resource if they are, if they, they have been trying to to serve their own problem based on resource they have in their hand, it doesn't matter what limitation they have to go, but it is a good start. Or if you want to work with a group that try to help communities or try to help other work, and like for example, I myself, have, I'm also involved as a kind of consultancy work on voluntary basis with uh, some voluntary groups. I didn't start from zero, but only some group that, that I used to give the idea at the beginning, that, but they, they have already uh, have some kind of initiative and, and go further. So, so to find some group or some communities that have already started or what we call initiative is, is, is a good start. And later on, we try to, to discuss with them. I think a discussion is still possible even in such a, a critical period like this because... Uh, now, in a, one good thing happening all is a, there are more channels of communication, but mostly online, but not on the ground. 
So we use this, this all sort of learning tool and try to introduce them. And because now it is easy, it, it may not it may not costly, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is easy, easy to find. But so, and some channel is not very complicated in, in using it. Uh, we may help them uh, to mm-hmm. create a channel, create platform, and try to uh, communicate with them in order to find out uh, their problem, whatever step they are. At the same time, we, I think, as academic, uh, may not be able to help. Uh, in every aspect or every kind of problem, every kind of problem they are facing, do you think about trying to find other people, other voluntary group, or even if they are not yet voluntary group, but they are among our network, big institutions like NIDA, well, we have uh, already had some kind of network from our ex-student, our former student who are working in different organization, different companies. Now we try to find out uh, what kind of thing that they can provide in terms of support. Because in general, local community, they need some technical, some, some technical support in whatever way. And in some sense, they also need some, pro- uh, some financial support. But uh, again, we have to be very careful that uh, uh, providing financial support uh, should be only to ease them to move forward. The most important thing is uh, we need to put efforts focusing on empowering them to develop their local products, whatever ways to meet their needs and to meet the market. In this uh, situation, we cannot say that uh, we just want to support them to live on subsistence basis alone. They also need some money, how much and other things. Or at least uh, they have a chance to exchange their product with other group of people. There's not every group that can produce everything. Normal market, open market may not be always suited in critical period, but there are some kind of other market like using a kind of butter trading mm-hmm. or exchange the product, whatever you like to call, but that's not necessary to go through a normal market that you have to, to sell in the open market alone, but you can exchange among your networking parties, mm-hmm. networking members, whatever you like to call, to exchange something that you have differently. But it's important for you during this period of time because normal market may not work in the full capacities. There are a lot of problems whether to arrange the market or even to send the product to the market, the transportation, the logistic thing, are all has changed. I think that's what we should go for. Yeah. Uh, in terms of your explanation to us on the way or like by step by step, um, it's good to take note that like um, in most cases, especially in the development process, we cannot start from zero. That also means something to to me in the way of like um, that's actually start from their own like local initiative or try to build up on on what they have. And also, like, um, let them make it to be more um, internalized rather than just like bring in something from external. I think that's that note is quite interesting to to be aware of. And and I also like when you said that in most cases uh, we may not be able to find all the solution for them, but like um, for some other like um, unsolving problem, we may can we may extend the network or the um, to like other 
China or opportunity, for example, like um, even like the alumni that might also can be helpful to the community as well. And it's especially the last point that you clearly mentioned in terms of how to focus uh, on this kind of development that we need to make sure about the empowerment uh, on this kind of the local development. I think that's the key message that like, we kind of like learn uh, from your wisdom um, from this question. Um, thank you so much, Jan.